Welcome to the Happy Pair Podcast, where our ultimate goal is to inspire, educate, and awaken your curiosity, and overall, to help you to become healthier and happier. We're Dave and Steve, identical twins who started a veg shop nearly 20 years ago. Since then, it's expanded into a social following of over one and a half million people, nearly 50 million views of our videos, nearly half a million books sold, cafes, farms, apps, courses, food products to help you to eat more veg. We speak to thought leaders, health experts, trailblazers and specialists of all kinds, from the ones you know to those you've never, ever heard of. This week's podcast is sponsored by Vivo Barefoot Shoes. We've been wearing them for six years and genuinely they are our favourite shoes and that is all we wear beyond being barefoot. So if you're interested, vivobarefoot.com and the code is HAPPYPAIR15. Well, hello and welcome, Jane. Hi, you guys. Hi, Jane. Hi, lads. In person, thank you for being here. It's wonderful. (laughs) Ah, it's so great to be here. It's so great to be back in... County Wicklow, Greystones, what do you call it? Pear, Pear, Pearville? Pearville, yeah, yeah. Pearville. Is it really Pearville or is that what yeah. you guys call it? No, that's what it's called. The address is, yeah, Pearville. The address is Pearville. You guys changed the map. Yeah, yeah. Pearville, the happy pear. Yeah, that, that's our kind of, that's our factory, our food food production facility for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. And where the studio is. Yeah. And, your, and your pull-up station. Yeah. Or what, do you call, what do you call them? Prison gym. Prison I think it's great. Like in between, you know, say you're feeling a little flat or you're feeling like you need a little burst or maybe it's a little high note before you hit another level. Peg. It just gives you an ex- a great an vent the energy. You know all about that having three brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yours looks like it looks like a gallows. Like yeah. Yeah. someone has to sit and watch. <laughs> person. It's, it's got so old that it needs a counterbalance. <laughs> so if someone's hanging off, it might fall over and smash them. So someone has to sit in the fire. Yeah. And oh, it kind of works. Funny. So that's there so we go. Funny. Great well, to have you here and great to have Zeb here for the summer. So that's uh, so Jane's ex- son, Zeb, is coming to work for the summer with us. And uh, we're really excited. Oh, he's so excited. We're so excited. I wish I had an excuse to come back again in a few months to visit again. Oh, there you and go. And when, he, when he's fully integrated, when he has yeah. his little... Yeah. When yeah, he's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, great to have you. And I'd love to kick it off by talking about your... It's almost like the fru- fruition of your cooking career with your mother. Oh, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. Yeah, we did. We, ha- we had a book that just came out in... The fall of 2022. And it was so exciting because the interest of you guys have been, you're, you have so many plaques on the wall of your of your cafe of the best this, the best that, all those accolades. Um, but it was wonderful with my mom, who's, you know, 88. She is have, amazing as well. She is like, I don't know if you guys know the Energizer Bunny. Do you know what that is? It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, just, yeah. She just goes and goes, like kind of like and your still mom. still like that, like still just. Oh, without hesitation without and there's no speed bumps in her way she just goes so we wrote this book in august and what's so exciting is that it made the new york times bestseller list which wow. which in the states means a, a, a lot deal, it just yeah. shows there's lots of interest wow. so it's it's to all your efforts and everyone's efforts at getting the plant-based message out there that here's this book with these two white-haired white women talking about plants you think it would be like a lullaby and put everyone to sleep but wow. it's it was it was really well received and so we've been talking about it so i was so excited and the book's called be a plant-based woman warrior Woo! live fierce stabled eat delicious Woo-hoo! i like that i really like yeah. that. So pretty... it really is targeting women like it's really about kind of going no imp- okay yeah. and yes okay no yes okay great <laughs> it's both it's both i mean there's so many, like, I guess for us, um, I did all the uh, recipes in my brother Rip's book. You you guys know yeah, Rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He adores you guys. Um, we all adore you guys. Actually, we love Rip too. Um, and all his books, um, I helped him did the recipe sections. So I was like a firefighter in my mind. Okay, we're going to do like deck gun nachos and we're going to do all these sort of sort of, I don't know. It felt Mas- like man- macho. Yeah, 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 like firefighter, manly stuff. And then with my mom, she and I did some books with, along with my dad's um, message of preventing and reversing heart disease. You guys know it's yeah, your, yeah, course, yeah. your, what's your course called? Your heart, happy happy heart, happy course. heart course. Your yeah. happy heart course. Um, those guidelines, you know, that's really tight and strict, you know, yeah. you know, no meat, no dairy, no added oil and, you know, yeah. minimize the salt Fat and the sweet. Yeah, yeah. Just get it all nice and tight there. So we would do all these books, like pretending we had heart disease, not pretending, but like um, as, if, yeah. as if we have heart disease and then as if I'm a firefighter. So my mom and I were like, let's just do a book that is ours, that it really talks how you know, what we're all about and how we live. And so we knew we were on the right course. 
because uh, we got the the contract for the book uh, March seventh of twenty twenty, and that yeah. was one week, as you guys all know. Well, why maybe in the states? Yeah, before oh, COVID, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, the week. Wow. It was like five and days that was later. It. Now you got time to write a book. Five days later, we, we everything was shut down, but we had our contract to write a book, and we were like. <gasps> Few. We have something to do before the earth ends or whatever's happening. Yeah, <laughs> and wow. so anyway, we started to do all these recipes and we knew we were on the right track for this being a book for women when we assessed what we had. Like, I don't know how you guys write your cookbooks, but, you know, we kind of have a breakfast and then, you know, lunches, yeah, soups, yeah. sauces, dinners, da, da, da. So we looked at what we had and we had about five breakfasts, about six lunches, you know, seven dinners. We had 44 desserts. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we knew we were on track for this to be for women. Um, no, but I, I'm joking. That, that's truly how what we had. But um, so we made this for women kind of in the, the intro and the discussion. We talked specifically about like how plants powerfully support women, which we can get there yeah, if you guys want them. to. Yeah. But um, also in there, as you guys know, you've seen in your Happy Heart course and you, you've you got all these other courses yeah, you do yeah. that address... Well, well, we've got a menopause one, which is specifically to women, which, right which on. that one's been really interesting to kind of explore her, that kind one. Of senior consultant gynecologist. She's brilliant. Amazing. You guys are doing it. Yeah, you're doing it all and then some. So exactly. So we, in our book, we have so many testimonials that we've heard about, see about. We get the emails like you guys, I'm sure do. But we wanted to get specific women who we have seen go through this transition, like women who have had heart disease and they've reversed it. So we have has testimonial about heart disease, testimonial about all kinds of autoimmune stuff with rheumatoid arthritis and um, MS, and then with the with the women's you know below the belt stuff. Sort of the beautiful and sad story of this young woman who um, I'm sure you've heard about this. She couldn't get pregnant. She was just married. She's 23 or something got married and kind of fortunately, unfortunately, her father had a heart attack. So she got married and she's trying to get pregnant. She can't get pregnant, can't figure it out. Her dad has a heart attack and he starts to eat a plant-based diet. Her doctor tells her, oh, it's because you have fibroids. We need to remove your uterus. Ooh, wow. And she's 23. Wow. You're freshly, you know, newly married. Oh, and you can't have kids. Like, how do you ad ad adapt to that? So luckily, she was so sad, she went to her parents' house, and she's eating with them the plant-based diet because he had a heart attack. He's eating with preventing for his heart disease, it's Dr. Esselstyn, da, 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 da. Next thing you know, she's pregnant. And the, the, the fibroid had shrunk up or gone away or whatever happened to it. Her endometrial lining just, you know, gave up that big... I always compare them to, like, do you guys have caves here in Ireland? Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Do they have, do you have stalactites? Oh yeah, yeah. Stalag, stalag stalactites, stalagmites. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The ones that hang down. I think of fibroids as being these like stalactites because they hang down and they drip, drip, drip blood. So women get anemic from these fibroids wow, because wow. they're losing so much blood that they would all with their you know menstrual period. And um, somehow her stalactite just shrunk away, and she had a baby. And I want her to call her baby Fib <laughs> for fibroid and for the Fib. You know the lie that her doctor was telling her. Wow. That she had to have Amazing. it removed. Anyway, so just these testimonials about for women. So these books, I say they're not, they're for women, yes, but it's also for anyone who wants to eat plant-based. And mm. I don't care how you identify, you know? Yeah, yeah And they yeah. kind of represent the feminine. And I think that's like, I'd love to roll it back to like, your mother's now 88. And 89. 89. 88, my dad's 89. Oh, yeah, okay. And that, like, so your whole, there's three generations of your family that have been plant-based and like, at what point did your mom and dad turn plant-based? Because this is like something that was very cutting edge when it came out first. Thank you for asking that. That's like really why we call this like Live Fierce um, is in our subtitle because it's what my mom did in 1983-ish, so 40 years ago wow. in Cleveland, Ohio, which wow. may have been similar to Greystones. Like, it's there definitely was, not California. It's definitely not. No. It, you guys, so you go to the States well enough. Yeah. We're not New York. We're not California. Ohio. You're not even in the coast. You're kind of in the middle. Yeah. Not the, in the middle, but you're more the east middle. We're the heartbeat of America. Okay. They're in the middle, yeah. as we call it. Um, but it, there was no Whole Foods market. There was no Happy Pear. There was Damn. no, wow. there was no internet. So she, my mom was like, what's that? You want, my dad's like, we're going to eat a, well, we didn't know the term plant-based back then. She's like, he said, we're not going to eat anymore. This, oh, sorry, let me back up. My dad said because of his breast cancer patients, because he's a general surgeon, that I really want my patients to eat a certain way, so let's eat this way first ourselves. She's good on him putting it to practice straight away, wanting to try it yeah. on, on him Himself. and Anne first. A very Gandhian way of, of yeah. trying it. Like if I can't ask them to do it, if I can't do it. So meanwhile, 
they have four kids who are all athletes, like all collegiate athletes and, you know, and a dog. And my mom works full time as a teacher and my dad works full time as a surgeon. So my mom's like, okay. And so she just no, goes, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, she, she, cause she's a badass. She can do anything. She just yeah. onward, onward, yes. onward. <clears throat> wow. So no meat, no dairy, no added oil, no fat, no salt, no sugar, no sweet. No fun. Well, that's kind of, we were like, what are we going to do? And prior to that, we, was it just a standard American diet? Ish. Like we only ate whole wheat bread. Like we ate, we thought was healthy. We never ate eggs. We ate skim milk, some cheese. Like it, it was, it would seem Ish. like. So it was still a big jump. It was a big jump. Like our fancy, if you came for dinner, my mom was like, oh, we'll have flank steak and cheese souffle. I can still like see it and smell it to this day. But yeah, so we ate all those other things until 83. And um, so my mom just picked up this mantle and went with it. And, you know, people stopped inviting you to there dinner. Weren't any, there weren't even many cookbooks back then. Like uh, None. Was like McDougal like... had a little something. Mary McDougal had, you know, the yeah. McDougals? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so she, she was fierce about it and stuck with it. And we made it work. And how did you guys, like as the kids adapt it? Were you just like, like uh, I mean, what am I Ted, Rip, you know, Rip was like, I'm off to Texas to go swim see us so he went to swim for texas ted my brother went to yale to swim and luckily we all figured out our ways i went to michigan university of michigan i don't know if you've heard of michigan yeah yeah, yeah. In the middle, yeah. um and my other brother also went to michigan we all swam like it's weird how we all were hey, like ohio swimming. isn't by the coast or anything we're the great lakes oh, you know, is that where you learned to swim or just in no pools? just pools 25 yard pool wow. um and anyway so we all had to make our way figured it out and some, something was appealing enough and what my dad said to all of us that we all tried it and, you know, went for it. And and part of why I have this in the subtitle, Eat Delicious, is because when I was at Michigan swimming for them, and this is a little before, a little, a little few months before we went this plant-based way, I was training, I was training, training, and, you know, I won big tens, which doesn't mean anything probably to anyone in Ireland, but it was, it's a, it's a thing. And then I made nationals, NCAAs. Have you heard of that? Heard of that. That's, wow, anyway. yeah, so that's so, uh, it's the a, National it's, American team for swimming. No, National no. College and National Athletic Association. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's okay. a big event yeah. wow. in the States. And so I'm training for that. And I get, my suit isn't fitting like I want it to. And I, I know you have to eat. And you're training every morning and every afternoon. And you're lifting. And, you know, I was on scholarship at Michigan to swim. And and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And, like, I've got three brothers. So I'm just, I'm, I'm part of the machinery. Like, let's go, let's go. Feed, water, sleep, train, feed, water. <laughs> just kind of what you do. But I'm starting to, like, get curvy and fill out a little bit. And I, did, I was like, what? And I start thinking, like, should I, am I eating? What am I look? Just thoughts that had never entered my mind started to come in of, like, body and not feeling like I'm myself. And, but wait, I want to be, I got to keep eating. I, I, I didn't know how, I didn't know what to do. How do I eat and feel like a woman and feel strong, but also be comfortable as an 18-year-old female in America? Wow. I, so it's just, I knew my brothers hadn't thought for a second, a moment about any of these things. And I was so, like, my brothers are still in, like, my world. You know, like, this is so unfair. Like, what's, this is and Sorry, I can't swear. It's BS. And um, anyway... My parents literally called at, at kind of around that time and said, hey, you know, we're eating this plant-based way. So we started, I started eating a little more plant-based and it felt better, it felt better, it felt better. I mean, it took me, it takes a couple months, a couple of years to get a hang of it, especially at college when you're living there on your own and sort of figuring out how to eat on your you're own. You're trying to cook it out. You soak a lentil and you cook it like, and, yeah, you know. No, exactly. And I didn't, I don't think I had had any beans in my life until around this time, which is hard to believe. I hadn't, I didn't have hummus Till I was in college. Hummus was normal. weird. We in the eighties, hummus was weird. Like, did you have hummus when you were we growing up? Yeah, we had our first kiwi when we were about fifteen. We ate a pomegranate when we were twenty-one. I remember in New eating York. a mango when I was twenty-one. I remember eating an avocado. I remember reading about avocados in health books. And I remember twenty-two. In maybe it was twenty-two. I was in walking out of Walmart and I bought an avocado. And I remember thinking, I've never eaten this. How the hell do I eat it? Like, do you it's pull greasy. the skin off. <laughs> and then I, it was an unripe one. I didn't know what a ripe one was. And okay. I remember eating it, just thinking. <laughs> And then, then when I finished, it was like, I don't feel any different. Like I thought I'd feel so much better after eating that thing. I just feel a bit sick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the eighties. Like, yeah, no, well, yeah, I was, I, I was a lot. No, yeah, I had, we 90s. hadn't had hummus. I certainly hadn't had a kiwi either. Wow, oh, it's so funny. Um, 
anyway, so it's, it's, it's stuck. And like, I know that it's made me not have that food head, like that, that food head. Food we, in relationship to your body. Is that yeah. We were kind of talking about that. As in food issues or that type of thing. Yeah. Like I, I eat and I like what I eat and I feel good about what I eat and it, and you have energy and comfort in your body. And I think as a female, men, I'm sure feel the same way to a certain degree, but I know just from my perspective as a woman to, to just be in your body and be comfortable, it takes some, some work. And, and you also want to have that balance of like, I want to be able to eat and have energy and be able to take up space on the planet and, and feel okay about that and feel at peace with it. So it mm -hmm. was wonderful how I felt that at age 18, because I don't know I feel so wicked lucky that I discovered, discovered such this at such a young age and to have given this to our three kiddos and my parents to all 20 of us. It's the greatest gift and it keeps on giving. And do, do like, because I so see your parents started in 1983 and then it filtered down. There's Rip, Ted, Zeb and yourself, Jane, Forey. And then, and then you Evil all, made you all, 16. Did you all, like, okay, so Caldwell tried it as an experiment before the breast people that were that he was doing sur surgery on people struggling with breast cancer, wasn't it? And it was a trial initially. So it, it went well with him. And then he, his breast cancer patients, um, uh, my dad put, you call volume. You mean, yeah. Calvin, he, you, senior, okay. Essie, your dad. You call, call him Essie. From okay, Essie you guys, dad, you guys can call him Essie. Okay. So uh, yeah, he tried, he had his breast cancer patients to try this way, but cancer markers it's a it's a much slower thing to turn around but what he saw happening with these, bre these breast cancer patients was all of their cardiac numbers were plummeting their hdl their ldl their total cholesterol their their blood pressure their you know anyway all the inflammation markers just plummeting so he's like oh we're reversing heart disease over here in uh, general surgery and all the cardiac you know are the cardiologists at the cleveland clinic are saying <clears throat> You stick with your anorexia over there and bring you know, in your general surgery. We don't need that here. He's like, no, no, I'm serious. Come on, knock, 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 knock. Come on, come on. So he finally was given some patients from the cardiology department. People, the the patients who had already had um, stents put in, you know, yeah. and people that, who had had angi angioplasty, you know, they put a balloon in there and they sort of blast the plaque out, but they just wow. blast it to a different place. They don't get rid of it. And so these people who had failed their stents, failed their angioplasties, and really had no other option from the expert cardiac care at the clinic, they gave these patients to my dad. They called it the, the walking dead. And they all, people who were compliant with their with this diet, as you guys know from mm. your happy heart courses, they all thrived. And they all lived for decades and decades, and none of them died of cardiac-related diseases. Wow. Which is it's amazing. And he still works for the Cleveland Clinic today, close to 90, because he's still preventing and reversing. The Cleveland Clinic is one of the leading kind of yeah. clinics in, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. He still yeah. has a, in their, it's, he's in their um, sort of their wellness institute sort of branch of things, not in their yeah, yeah, big cardiac, machine yeah. of, wow. I mean, it's. And then how did, so, so it, he quickly saw that there was huge medical Benefit. Benefit of it. And then how did he manage to convince the three old te older teenagers, young 20s athletes to need a whole food plant-based diet? Because at that age, typically you're still rebelling from your parents. You haven't quite come back to go, yeah, we're now no. in a peer-to-peer -peer relationship. No, and exactly. My, I mean, we were, we're all like a year apart. So we were like 17, 18, 19, and 20 or younger, somewhere around that. And we would come home in the summers and train, like Rip was doing triathlons and so was Ted and I was, so we all were, we were all still training still, so we'd come home and we'd eat this way. And then when you go back, you sort of feel gross. Like you guys know if you yeah, suddenly yeah. had a big, I don't even know, like a big, what, what, what would we eat? I don't even know what I would eat if I had to eat something gross or not gross, like not vegan. A big burger with cheese on it. Okay. Like you just, you're just, you'd be asleep on the floor. Or I don't know. It would yeah, not, so it, that would knock us out, and so it just felt so much. It felt so much better, and it was a little bit of we understood why. And you know, our dad's not a. He's not a, a f like flights of fancy. He just this is this is clear, and this is it, and and he's you know he's a badass. He won the Olympics wow. in crew. Um, he won the Olympics, and you're you're all like world-class swimmers like it's hilarious <laughs> no it's it is it is sort of funny but you know he so he just he does things and he does things well he won an olympic medal as well as yeah. all the other stuff Jeez. yeah and he was he was in you, you know anyway 
Yeah, he was in the MASH unit in Vietnam. You know, the Vietnam War that wow. we were involved in. Maybe you guys don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, heard, I don't know, yeah. heard of it. Yeah, he was he was an army surgeon for a long time there. Well, which is, wow. I mean, he's just he does he's things lived. well. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Good so, and then then you meeting your husband, and then was he originally Brian? Brian was he yeah. originally plant based, or did you? I don't think you I work your magic on him. A little bit of both. I don't think I would have even dated him if he wasn't vegetarian. You know, I, 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 but a big carnivore would have been so hard to, yeah, 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 of course, figure out. But he was vegetarian and then he over the years became vegan and plant based. And now he runs, he is the um, executive director of the Esselstyn Foundation, which, you know, works to, to promote the power of a, of the, plant-based diet and how it prevents and reverses heart disease or prevents and reverses lifestyle related diseases as you guys are doing um wow. and we do everything for free for anyone who get a group together and we'll we'll talk we'll present wow so Pretty he's so he cool. went he's on board so big he's time. full time yeah well he's also getting his master's degree with to help broken men amazing wow. he's a great man oh he's cool Jeez, but your, your family is beautiful like you have a really tight unit which is beautiful to see and i think that's one thing i'd love to explore with you is like one raising plant-based kids which is kind of outside of the norm if you look at society at large and that mm -hmm. how do you do that and for anyone listening who obviously isn't plant-based but is curious about their children eating healthier or what how you mean? push back what mean? like you're a nurse and you would have heard all the questions from all the people in the schoolyard going well where are they getting their calcium where are they now you couldn't ask Kryle here where she's getting her protein because like breaking national, national records of swimming you're kind of going well no one's going to be asking yeah your children where they get their protein no, they're going to ask can I eat what you're eating yeah it's like oh my god can I have some yes. of your lunch like they're yes. they're specimens <laughs> you're like in the in the best sense like yeah incredible physiques well, well, um, so as far as switching to a plant-based diet, like I know that we did as, like I say, we, my brothers and I did it when we were teens back in the day when it was, you know, it was the really, 80s. Really, really strange and bizarre. It was, just, it was really strange. Again, we didn't know what hummus was or kiwis. Um, and for our kiddos, kind of probably like your kiddos, this is what they know. It's their norm and it's becoming And were you more... worried raising your kids like straight away suddenly like you and Brian going, okay, we're going to raise our kids plant-based. Like, cause it's, you We know, didn't even think about it. That was just like, that. What, like what's in your house? Do you have anything in your house that should, this? No. Yeah. So your kids don't, I mean, at one point our kids were like, why would you want to eat a animal? Like, why would you want to do that? Like they, you read these beautiful children books about here's a beautiful little bunny and the lamb and the cow. And then let's go hang it upside down and, yeah, you know, yeah. mine are kind of pushing back. Mine are like, like maybe because it's strongly put down on them, and that like my wife is Polish, so during summer we'll, they'll uh, go over to Poland, and in Poland, the meat is everywhere. everywhere. And like I'm bizarre, like they still don't get like, I guess my parents in law who are in their eighties, they compare me to my brother in law who's kind of a big big burly man mm -hmm. like wonderful man big burly i look skinny and they think i look unhealthy whereas he looks really healthy because oh. they're from that generation yeah, that if you're yeah, yeah. big and you're you've you're overweight you're overweight you're healthy like you're you've calories to last yeah. when there's a hungry period so that's a that's a sign of, of, of wealth, health yeah. and wealth and yeah yeah so it's just different as prosperity wow yeah. maybe just carrying your calorie you know it's like yeah, more yeah. efficient if, yeah. if anyway i'm digressing sorry i don't know no, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I'm at that age where my kids are kind of pushing back. Like, you know, if Shiv's mine and they go, can we go get a sandwich? May I want to go get a ham and cheese sandwich? And I'm, and I'm like, Fuck. I, I like they'll not do it when I'm there. Mm -hmm. They'll do it when they know they can get away with it. But they're curious. They want to find well, and they want to find themselves within all this. Which yeah. I think yeah. Is and our kids, we I mean, we we would say, hey, go, you know, go to your birthday party, go to your sleepover, the overnights, the, go Guess do your things. Thing. Um, but like when you're eating at home, like we this is it was a, it was a. Yeah. yeah, it's the same as us. Yeah, the benign dictatorship at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Not the very clear dictatorship <laughs> in ours. It's like, no. <laughs> and but when you go, like, they would go, they'd have cheese pizza. They would have, yeah. they never they never wanted to have meat, which was really interesting. And we kept saying, try it, taste it, see if you want it. And Zeb one time, I think, or one of the, I think Zeb, had a piece of chicken at one of those, you know those uh, restaurants where they cook the meal in front of you, the... Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called, Kral? Like a Benihana. It's a. It's like they have a big hot gr griddle like in front a of you. Barbecue kind of place. Yeah, 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 yeah an Asian. Yeah. Anyway, so and and they fl they flicked the the piece of chicken to him, and his friends were like, "Go eat it, eat it, eat it." So he had this, and he's like, "It felt like I was eating chewing gum because it sticks to your teeth." Do you oh. remember how remember how meat would stick to your teeth? Wow. And I was like, "Oh, it, that's right, it did." And he was like, "It was just weird." 
Because wow. he's so used to tofu, which you just bite it and yeah, then, yeah, you know, just you're, you're used to tofu. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Because you bite it and then your teeth go through. Anyway, so we pushed them to try it and they all got more and more into being plant-based as they got older. And now they're now, you know, 21, 2, 3, 4-ish. 21, anyway, they're all that age, 20, early 20s. Early 20s. And they're, and they're embracing it all the more, I think, with the whole message around the climate, the message around sustainability, around and you know ethics, it just and your pocketbook, it just makes sense on every level. Yeah, really and does. as you guys know, you talk about that yeah, all your yeah. podcasts and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and what would you say? Some of the main questions, like you bring up the kid, the kids, plant based. What were some of the main concerns? Like for anyone listening, who kind of goes, oh, this sounds super extreme. Like, what were some of the main questions that people would ask you or kind of? challenge you with because when you are extreme like as in not following the norm people will often like they'll whisper questions uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know not to your face but then some people will be brave enough to ask you the question straight to your face which you really appreciate because like oh yeah yeah know. no and and people well like what questions do you guys get oh the unusual ones but i'd love, I'd love to hear, no, what I want hear what's the number one question you guys are asked uh, i don't even know anymore yeah exactly. i live in I, such a bubble i, I live know, in such I a know, bubble so i am so <laughs> So do we. So that's why I was kind of asking you, but of course, where, protein, where do you get your protein? Where do you get protein? And I just, I just look at them and be like, like, like we're all well muscled. I mean, we're not like scrawny and we're not obese. Like we're all well muscled. We all have too much energy. Like I don't drink any caffeine and I'm like out of the bed, like a, you know, cannonball out of a cannon. And my kids are all really doing well as athletes we all did well as athletes i got more hair in my head than i need than i want sometimes and um and by any marker we're not missing anything protein's not a, you know as you guys know it's it's not people yeah. think it's like gives you energy and it doesn't it's a building block but anyway um so the protein question sometimes like cryle said earlier we just flip it back well where do you get your protein and they have no idea yeah like yeah. they become as you guys know doug lyle yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Pleasure trap. Yeah, he's great. He's just like, you know, when when your friends become these biochemists, as soon as you say you're vegan, like they're suddenly this biochemistry degree comes out like, oh, <laughs> where do you get your protein? Like they never pulled it out before. Um, and about calcium and, you know, kind of the same way you guys probably respond, just like it's calcium is a, it's an alkaline earth metal it comes from the ground that's how where the cow she gets it from having her face there in the ground eating all she eats and then having it go through her body and come out her udder is not the way to get that earth alkaline metal just go ahead and eat from the ground or eat from the sea um and what i don't like about answering all these questions with people is it ruins the conversation you it know it becomes very us versus them and polarized it becomes yeah uh, and that and preaching. yeah and, it, and it's either yeah us versus them but if, and then if they if they kind of if they're friends of yours and they like you and they're like, oh, and they, then they feel so bad and the whole conversation is around plant-based eating and you're suddenly all in this tiny subculture and I'm like, can we get back to like another just a human conversation about something else? Like, yeah. what's your favorite jazz album? I, I don't, just anything. What do you, anything else? Yeah. Um, so and that's what we always find moving around just to eat more veg is a lot more I love accessible. that. I love it's not that. us versus them. It's like, listen, you can't argue with eat more veg and pretty much everyone go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you guys healthy. were honestly a big inspiration, like in for us writing this book, um, inspiration around one of your tofu recipes I loved. And we did a twist on sort of that like a gingery, um, garlic gingery sesame seedy oh, one. And I, I gave you guys a tip of the hat to that and um one a pickled thing. Um, but when I when we say live fierce, stay bold, eat delicious, staying bold is part of what this whole go your like, eat more veg recipes, what what I had in my mind, because as I was saying earlier, so many women are the ones behind thinking about food, preparing food, shopping for food, maybe even growing food and harvesting food um, and serving food. So in the name of love, women have sort of unwitting, unwittingly and un, you know, unconsciously, really, I know in the States, served up this food that's made their generations of families so sick. Mm. So we're our message is to stay bold and serve more veg, eat more veg, mm. just putting more veg on that plate in the name of love and serving it up, planning more, more, just be bold, stick with this message like Anne Esselstyn, just fiercely staying with plants and you get used to it. I and mean, you know, your microbiome is looking for more kimchi. It's looking mm. for more kale, yeah, looking for more yeah. mushroom tea. 
yeah. or whatever. And, and, and even just to camp out into the woman's thing, because I think that's yeah. so important that like, and we have talked, you know, as, as we have created a menopause course and all. And so we definitely like, and loads of people listening, like loads of our listeners are women. And I'd love to kind of go even from a health perspective, like what are, like what are things that you, because you're the, as you said, the three generations of women that have been plant-based in your family. So you've watched it go, like you've been at it since your teens, your daughter, you know, Cryle's been at it her life and your mom's been doing it for 40 years. And like, what are the things that you see time and time again for anyone listening that you go, like, what are, you know, what are the challenges? What are the benefits? Like, particularly from, because a, a woman's body functions differently to man's. Like, there's more yeah, complexity okay. to it. Well, thank you for saying it that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't have to say it that way. But yeah, we're, humans are so similar. Um, we're all made of the same Legos. Do you guys have Legos here? Yeah. Yeah, Lego yeah we're all made of the same Legos. Um, like, you guys have nipples. You know, why? Like we're, we all kind of have the same bits and parts and pieces. And so we really, it, eating this way benefits all of us. But for women, I feel like as I talked earlier, it helps us, I'm going to go from head to toe here. Um, it helps us so much in our, in our, our mindset around food, you know, eating plant-based, just, you can eat so much and as in volume as well. Volume, color, Variety. size, amount. Like I don't think about portions. I don't count. I don't wear a watch to count steps or whatever or calories or just you've got such freedom and that's a beautiful thing to have around food especially as a beautiful as a woman freedom that's it's a really such nice food one. freedom and just even speaking to a friend there recently she was talking about the special k diet that came out in the 80s where if you ate two small bowls i think it was 30 grams of special k uh you were going to be in a calorie deficit for the day and and people really got into this and it was like, it was quite a thing for kind of young girls. So to hear you talk yeah. about freedom, I imagine that's just like liberating. No, it's, 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 it's so great to have, yeah, freedom with anything. So that's wonderful here. And moving on down, this is like, this, I teach middle school sex ed. Yeah, um, no. And so to go, oh, I feel like to get I, into that now pu puberty oh. from head to toe is how I teach that. So I feel like I'm going like my puberty from head to toe, but this is plant-based from head to toe. So it's a great mindset. Um, I know with uh, your skin, as you guys know, everyone's your skin just you feel better. I know I feel I, I have I I don't mind wrinkles. I love I love seeing you guys your smile lines. Like I love it, and not everyone does that. But I'm just you know I know that your skin gets much better. Um, hydration, sort of hydration and and vascular health uh, on a plant based diet because um, women care about their skin. I don't really care about my skin so much, but um, uh, uh, it, in puberty. That is a big step, and you guys have family members coming into puberty soon if they're not already there, and it just makes it an easier ride because, you know, coming into puberty can be like a very acute, oh, my gosh, what is this? You know, zits and pits and, you know, just uh, hair. hair and fluid and things that wobble and grow, and you're like, what is this? But it just makes it such a smoother ride if you're not dealing with the most outward, like your face, you can't cover. Everything else kind of gets to be covered a little bit through puberty, but your face is just, you know, you're growing a beard, you're maybe getting pimples, and it just makes it an easier ride with the Plant pimple stuff. Right. And um, and then uh, coming on down, breast health. You guys have covered this a lot with people, just the breast health um, on a plant-based diet. I, I really adore a woman named Dr. Christy Funk, if you guys haven't <laughs> yeah. talked to her. Amazing. She is just. She's hilarious. She's, she's wild and powerful and just like wow. There's a, there's a fierce, wild, bold woman. Isn't yeah? She's a woman warrior for sure. And um, every there's in America there's or maybe it's International Day of the Woman, March eighth. Maybe you guys recognize that. I don't know, but March eighth um, is when I have my women's conference every year virtually. And she was my speaker this year. And I said, Christy, what do you want to call your talk? And she's like, Oh, eighteen breast cancer crushing foods. And I was like. Oh, that's a great list. But what do you want your talk to be? She's like, no, no, my talk is 18 breast cancer crushing foods. And I was like, all right, great. And for the first 20 plus minutes of her 50 minute talk, so for almost half of her talk, she talked about one food. You know what it was? And I, I was getting scared. I'm like, she's soy. got, yes, yeah, soy for 20 minutes. The power of that in being breast cancer crushing was beautiful because I and I was freaking out like she's got 17 more things to get to in like 20 minutes is she gonna make it she kicked it right in the goal at the end beautiful but anyway <laughs> so she, please if anyone wants to know really Dr. about Dr. Christy Funk yeah, Dr. Christy Funk and I'm sure um, Gemma Newman I, I don't she's more hormonal stuff but it's beautiful how she they all talk about how protective a plant-based diet is to one's breast health um, and then like you're 
your happy shape. What's your course called around? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Weight loss one, happy shape. Yeah. Yeah. Happy shape. Just like be feeling comfortable with your shape is also a, a lot of mental work and acceptance and everything, but just it's, it is, it's lovely to feel okay with your shape. And mm. I know to have clothes that are kind of the same shape that you are for as long as possible makes you feel good. You guys, yeah, are wearing, yeah. you guys are wearing the same shorts from six years ago, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bit of truth. <laughs> well, no, we get new shorts every year. We buy like three new pairs every year and then in and out. They, they literally fall off us. They're like a uniform. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you just don't have to think about something. And, and they're, they're multifunctional me. because they're flexible. So it's like I can stretch them, I can yeah, do yoga, you, them, I can do handstands and I can run go, in them. And because they're dark, they kind of... The, the, yeah, they don't show the dirt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or the finger smudges when you're eating the napkin. You know, I wipe them my legs. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, then you get to reabsorb any kind of food. Like, Yeah, but, but that's such freedom to have like, oh, I've got three pairs of uh, pants. That I just, That's all I do. That's all I wear. So many people, like their body, their clothes, how to wear, what do they wear? They have so, they buy things endlessly. They just don't have that comfort. And that's such a freedom. Yeah, and it saves shorts. you tons of money too. Yeah, that's the great. twins as well. That you can, like that. Oh, so you like, actually have six pairs. Yes, six yeah. pairs between us. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then now, like below the belt, there's so many ways. And you guys covered a lot of this in your podcasts and um, with other people. But um and I've talked to you guys before about Kuva, which is the order of events below the belt for women. And I talk about Kuva. this with Kuva. Kuva. No, C-U-V-A. This, it's okay. just, it's, an, it's an, an acronym. Um, and that stands for the Kuva order of events below is... the belt for women. Because, you know, especially in middle school, you're talking to all these kids about below the belt stuff. And if we talk about the male anatomy first, everyone's just like laughing and having fun. And the, just, just this jocularity around all this comfort and joy. and the bat and the balls and the twigs and the berries and all the things down there and ha 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 ha. And, but then when you get to talk about the women's stuff, it's silence. Is it? You've done this loads of times. So you've seen years. I, I just remember us going for our first sex ed. We were in sixth class yeah. and I remember it being hilarious. It was all boys. Yeah. It was St. Kevin's school. I remember that. <laughs> and I just remember it being hilarious. Yes. We were so awkward. Like in Catholic Ireland. Oh God. Catholic school. <laughs> well, I remember dad, all boys well, I remember and talking and about dad, Mickey's. Mum and dad sat us down. Mickey's is what you call them? Mickey's. Mickey, Mickey. Like a Mickey. But we, we were sat down at 12. We were sat down and I remember mum and dad sat us down. It was real formal. We knew there was something coming. Oh, this is it. They're going to talk about it. And then I remember dad like it kind of it was a bit we're going to talk about the birds and the bees. Always wear a hat when you're going swimming boys. And we were like we don't really swim, Dad. We're not swimmers. It's like, no, we we're always wear a hat. And that was like, you know, it really did. It, I, I can't remember. That, that was the one line I do remember. It was like 30 years ago, but I remember that. But was, so I imagine like, so, so what's it like? So literally like having done it many, many times. Oh, 30 boys, years of it. Boys yeah. will always roar laughing or anything around penis. And then oh. when it goes to vagina, it suddenly well, gets quiet. Because they're so familiar. I mean, like you know, they got, you got the Mickey, you got the nicknames, you've got the... It's, it's hanging yeah. outside. Hang, you, I mean, you've had a relationship with it since day, maybe day one, day one, whenever your, your arms come into use. is this like societal shame or well, what well, is it? Like, just, just sorry. And I'm then just... female, then women, like female, a female-bodied person, a biologically female-bodied person. Um, it's tricky with the pronouns. I'm sorry if I'm getting them fuddled up. Um, but the... There's no relationship because everything's so well hidden up in our bodies, and rightfully so. Because if we could play with our uterus and our ovaries, like we'd mess things up, we'd knock one off, like whoop, or it would not, not it's probably a bad expression here, but one would fall off and roll away, or you know, we just so it's up here tucked away behind skin and fat and intestines and muscle and hip bone and hip bone and sacrum. It's just it's so well protected, and from below, you've got this whole like hallway of the vagina, which is just like a lobby, just like this space. And lobby. all, it's and a all, good way of thinking yeah. All the boys are like, "I'll be a bellhop. I'll meet you in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you in the lobby for forty minutes." Um, but it's it's just this hallway, and then with the cervix above it, just with this little hole, and you can't come up here unless you're a sperm. You know, just it's just it's beautifully designed. But we don't know that from the beginning, and all you know, all we have outside is just labia. So we're just that's it. And I had one one boy student. He was like. I have never heard of labia. What is it? And then, you know, everyone explains like, oh, so it's like you have a bottom in the back and then you have a little bottom in the front. <laughs> I love how we described wow. it as a little. It's like, that's visually correct, but let's not call the bottom in the front. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Kuva stands for all the bits and pieces down there, which is from front to back, the clitoris, the urethra, the vagina, and the anus. And the 
clitoris, the clitoris, the clit, whatever you guys, what do you guys call it? Yeah, clit. Clit. Clitoris. And, yeah. and um, is really, again, we're made of the same Lego, so that's the same as the head of the penis, the same tissue. It's a super sense. Nerve endings. Yeah. It's, 8,000 uh, or 800,000 or um, 8 billion nerve eight, endings. Eight, eight, 8 trillion, zillion, million. <laughs> The bullseye. <laughs> I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Yeah, it, it's uh, that's exactly right. It, it is. could be. Um, and so that tissue is the same. And then we're made of the same Legos. So we'll come back to that in a second. But then, you know, half an acre back this way is the urethra for urination. And then the vagina back there for reproduction and whatnot. And um, the anus. anus, which we all have to use. Um, so on a plant-based diet, just you guys know, Let's go above the anus there. So many things are benefited. The microbiome, totally enhanced. The you know chances of colon cancer is totally decreased. Diverticulitis, totally decreased. Um, hemorrhoids, the chance for those decrease. Or if you have them, they just deflate. And constipation, which is a huge issue in America. I don't know about in Ireland. Yeah, but more yeah, dry, yeah. processed foods. Yeah, just lack of fiber. And anyway, it's just totally decreased. So the totally benefits your um everything above your a in the kuva from eating a plant-based diet yes does m the age of menarche as in when a female gets her first period typically end up later as a result of eating a plant-based diet which doesn't have human growth or kind of growth hormones that would typically go into bovine or go into cows i wonder i'm just curious i i don't have the data on that but um the official data but from my own little like survey it tends to be a little more delayed, not always, because um, I mean, like I know my my mom. She's just so proud to be like, I had my period when I was eight years old, but she Whoa. was not a plant based. And then we're like, you did for real? That's traumatizing. That yeah, she thought she was had something wrong. She just would hide it all anyway. And she she's hilarious about it. She's, yeah, she's so proud. And uh, but that that was crazy early, and that was in nineteen forty three. Jeez. But anyway, um, I think it's a little more into the teenage years when it's sort of healthier. Like the less exposure you, to ha you have at your body yeah, to all yeah. those hormones is better. Like to come into puberty later and to get to menarche earlier is, mm. is healthy because estrogen just makes yeah. things grow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but that's a great question. And I don't have I don't want to speak to that because yeah, yeah. I don't have the exact data for that. Um, uh but you were on a big Cuba before the Cuba, the, the, no, the V. So the V, let's go up the vaginal hole, vaginal space, the lobby, the up and up through the lobby, lads. Let's go yeah. up and the up, vulva. up the up, up, the up the hole there. And then, um, up there's the uterus, the endometrial lining of the uterus, and the ovaries, and all that stuff benefits from being on a whole food plant based diet. The hormones in your body are your hormones, not from the cow, the eggs, the dairy, the, the you know, the animal flesh. And all that stuff just totally benefits from being run by your own human hormones and not any other influence. It doesn't have the ups and the downs or the whatever kind of influence they have. Um, so, and we talked about, about fibroids earlier. Uh, I have a friend who's in her 50s and she just said, oh, I never could get pregnant, but now I had, fibro I had fibroids and now I feel like I could have gotten pregnant had I known about plant-based earlier wow, and it's yeah. just it's just sad if that's something that somebody wanted to try to mm. have an option so if you have fibroids try going plant-based um Good. other things about the um i'm going to come back to the uterus in a bit but uh or the urethra is the next one the, the c-u-v-a the u the urethra um so interesting how if we go up the urethra we're going up to the bladder up to the ure ureters into the kidneys their kidneys you guys probably have heard people talk about this, but your kidneys really, really do not want to be burdened by too much protein. Any doctor, any healthcare person would, will say, like, if you have a kidney issue, do not eat a lot of protein, even wow. plant-based, because it burdens the kidneys. You have to filter out because you can't store it. Like, you know, you, you store, you know, you can store carbohydrates, fat, it, it turns quickly to, um, you know, fat or whatever you need, your energy, uh, but you have to process all your protein so you burden your kidneys with too much protein and you don't want that to have happen. And some of Dr. Michael Greger, you know, yeah. Dr. Michael Greger. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's such a great cat. Um, he, his research or his body of research around in his book, um, how not to die or how to not die. I always say it wrong. Is it how not to die or how to not die? How not to die. How not, how to, not die. to die. We have it right there here. Very good, um, Dave. Look at that. Well done. Um, he talks about how, um, especially in chicken, if you eat chicken, 
in chicken, there's that um, horrible bacteria that's really resistant to antibiotics. And so the, the uh, sort of incidence of uh, urinary tract infections, UTIs, in people just is so high in those who eat chicken. And that same um, antibiotic-resistant bacteria doesn't just get in your body and stick with you. It's also on your cutting boards and your sinks and your faucets and your refrigerator handles. And so I know having three plant-based kiddos, I'm like, you guys, only date vegans, please, because I don't want you mucking around down there and getting this bacteria in your body. That, yeah, well. yeah. I could be wrong or right in saying this. UTIs are more common in women than men. Yes, because you, you guys have a much longer just a urethra because you, okay. you have more time. You can kind of... It's a longer shoot. You have a longer shoot. You got all that mileage that you can get the yeah, get the things out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So for women, it's it's I think it's especially helpful to just steer clear of all that stuff burdening there. But then C the clitoris, the clitoris um, in front. Yeah. Here we are. Fun time. They're fun. They're, yeah. Exactly. Um, we are all all made of the same Legos, like we said. So that tissue in the in the clitoris is it's called the clitoris glands or clitoris glands, and yours the head of the penis is called the glands penis. Hot spot. Yeah, the hot spot there on the top. And um, what's so interesting is that just in November, maybe you guys heard this research. I was so excited about it. It was just right. released in, in November that there it was told that there were 8,000 nerves in, in, the, in the clitoris. Do you guys know how many nerves there are in the penis? A million. About 1,000. I don't know. It feels like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's nothing as much as a clitoris. I know a clitoris is So how do you know that? Because women are more I, complex and sophisticated than men in every way. Of course uh, they were. I was dumbed down, you know. Yeah, those are, as apparently there's 4K. There's 4,000. In the penis. In the penis. And this research. 2X. So a woman gets 2X. The no. We have, women have 10,000. 2.5X. Oh, wow. Damn right. It was just, re it was just released. And like 10K nerves in the clitoris. And I'm like. I'm having a 10K for the 10K. Wow. So we're having a 10K for the 10K on 10, 10. Wow. So it's a 10K, a running a run. 10K. Yeah, or just whatever you want to do. If you want to walk 10K steps, if you want to knit 10K stitches, if you want to talk 10,000 words, if you want to swim 10K in the in the bay there with your... Uh, from this is an event in the 10th of the 10th. Yes. Wow. Celebrate but, the 10th. And, and it's a celebrating... Well, it's education and celebration because there's so little known about this. And here's my example of how I know there's so little known. One day, this very bold seventh grader or seventh class, what do you guys call it? The seventh yeah. grade? Seventh so that's about uh, around 10, are they? Or 12? First year. They're about 12. Are they 12 or 10? Or? Uh, they're about 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it might be first year. This um, great kid came up to me. He said, oh, Ms. Esselstyn, I figured it out. If I was a girl, I would wear a tampon all day long. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I'm like, why? He's like, it'd be like having sex all day. <laughs> And I was like, for me, as a, as, a, as a teacher of middle school sex ed for all these years, I was like, voila. They know nothing about female pleasure, where it is, or what it's it, it just, the vagina is a target. And the vagina itself doesn't have, a, a, no, a these nerve endings. I mean, that's yeah. where a baby's supposed to come out. Yes, there's a complexity about G-spots, anterior, the wall, blah, 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 as you get older, more, whatever, you get into the sex life. But is it middle school kids? Or whatever, middle grades, whatever you guys There's call it. the 80 20 rule, and the 80 20 rule would be that 80% the, of the, the 10,000 nerves up front, blaring it's neon really, sign. There's one magic woo, button, woo, woo. and then there's a shoot that's more complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, yeah. So 10K, and then whatever you can add to it, throw it over the top. Um, so, anyway, he said, when he said this, I just said, I'm, you know what, from now on, like, the, there's so much known about the pleasure that happens in the penis. I mean, from, from well, a young a lot more age. Simpler. I remember someone describing it. A penis is like a microwave and yeah. a female pleasure center is like an oven. It's got a preheat. It yes. takes time. That was very relevant. Yeah, that that, that was, I think I heard, <clears throat> you were interviewed somebody who talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah. who said it, but I remember it was like, oh, that makes so much sense. So much sense. So much sense. And, um, and, and it's hard because male are impatient and they're just like, yeah. And then it's yeah. like, oh, fuck. Excuse my language anyway. <laughs> um, but it's it is it is this polka dot for pleasure, and it is polka dot for pleasure. It's just this, the, the, the magic yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, it's right yeah. there. So um, anyway, so this so this 10k for the 10k, I've specifically designed these headbands or hats, whatever you want to get per, uh, with polka dots, and not with the vulvic sort of triangle shape, which is this is the target for like the tampon, if you will, mm. and, or the penis, like just basically like 
that's not where the pleasure is. So this polka dot just represents something else. So I want to educate and celebrate about this this area that w- women oftentimes aren't. It isn't discussed amongst. Oh no, there's friends. Still a huge shame around. Oh yeah, but but even but even I'd say it's only been in the last ten years that it's become much more socially aware yes. that like, and maybe it's only just because our understanding by doing a sex series and everything that how important the clitoris is versus the vulva in terms of pleasure in terms of a woman's pleasure like you know it seems so obvious now but when we were teenagers we certainly didn't have no, effect, no an idea. idea this or even in our 20s you know yeah so um I, you guys know this is a podcast but here's my i want you guys to join the clitorati Cool. Yeah, clitorati. The clitorati. So this is a, we're having a 10k. We see you guys. This is about, look at the polka dots on there. Ugh. Join the 10k for the 10k. Join the clitorati and become more clitorate. So know more become about more clitorate. Yes. I so know. Wow. Yes. And so we were looking for hashtags like hashtags. We're all finishers. Ha ha. Hashtags normalize it like you just said, Dave. Like we need to normalize this well, conversation. I think it's, I like I think that we're it's all so important. Poke that dot. Yes. <laughs> These are all like, hashtags for anyone listening. Yeah. Hashtags more be more. More understood of what's under the hood. Girls just want to have two and a half times more fun. Yes! Oh my Cram God. that jewel. Woo! <laughs> Girls just... I like this. There, there was a great book I remember reading. It. I don't think it quite made it through at all. It was called She Comes First. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great good. one. It was very good because it was talking about, you know, I, I, I can't remember your man's story exactly, but it was all about just the clitoris and just ha- like the whole book was about oral pleasure and why it's so important than penetrative sex. Like that oral ple- cunnilingus is so much more effective if you want to pleasure a woman than penetrative sex in his experience and his studies. And he, you know, it's a book that sold millions of copies and it's, it was it's very great. interesting. And, and if someone's not, for whatever reason, into that, like just a helping hand, be a GPS for your partner, like help guide them. To what needs to happen, or God yourself. But even women, lots of women don't even know. I like, know. can't find it. Don't know I where it know. is. Don't know what the pleasure is. How do women adapt to that? Some are listening, going, yeah, "This is amazing. I have this pleasure button in my body, but I can't find it." And like, well, it's I so hidden. Most people can find it now. Some people believe me. I they really don't know. They're like, "Where?" And they're kind of scared to go there. Like, mm. you guys are boys. Are it's so normalized to like to pee, to clean, to Hold the comfort. Look around. Yeah, no, I look around. My, look for one ticks. One of my sons is just all, playing yeah. with it all, hanging with it all the time. <laughs> you got to tell him stop touching your Mickey. Yeah, <laughs> and that's probably not what's happening with your daughters. You know, or just no. it's not a thing. And I know, having collegiate age daughters, that there's way more banter and fun around their body parts down there. You know, talking about. You know, they're not as equal as men, but like there's more comfort coming. And I know that they've been raised in our household where we talk about this stuff. And I remember saying to say, hope you've been a sex ed teacher. You'd hope that it's more, you know, you're more in most houses. People can often be more. There's more energy when they're talking. There's more. (gasps) Yeah. You know, there's that energy. Uh, Can we talk about sex? Whereas if you talk about it just normally, like sex is so normal, like it's so normal. It's like every human that's been here because people had sex. Yeah. Like like when you said your your parents sat you down, I thought, oh, gosh, it's not a talk. Like as you're saying, it's a lifelong prattle. But even I see my like 10 year old son, Tia, will start like getting nervous when I'm talking about sex. And I'm like, it's normal. It's like talking about the weather. Stop having this drama around it. Let's just talk about it Mm -hmm. as as in we're talking about dinner, as in we're talking about the weather, it's part of life. It's like going to the toilet. It is nothing exceptional. Yeah, no, it yeah, is. And it's it's a beautiful expression. To. I mean, it's like we're spiritual, we're athletic, we're academic, we're sexual, we're complicated, we're... Emotional. Um, totally emotional. We have all these aspects. And and so to talk about it as early as possible does normalize it. And, and, and I think... And you want to have your kids be able to talk about it at home with you, ideally, and not look for Google... Mm. Or look to their ill-informed friends. Oh, porn is just, porn's not going away. But if you can have your kids, as you guys know, I don't don't trip my porn wire. Just just really try not to have a very limited diet of that. Put that, put that. As a father of two daughters, it's more, I find they're less likely to talk to me about things like that. Like I find when I bring it up, you know, it's, it's met with that. Whereas, you know, I think maybe mother, because they got the same body, same toolkit, like, Maybe in my experience with my daughters, that's what I feel. But I, I, like I, I've tried, I try. Well, good. So they know that they know they, of, of their I job try. is to push back, but yeah. to know that you will talk about yeah. it with them mm. is probably, I'd say 80% there. Mm. Like that they know they can. I will try to. Uh, and then they're, oh, that's, you know, 
that's usually what I mean. Yeah, you can give them a postcard from me. Yeah, you know, I, I will leave it on the table. <laughs> I'll leave it on the table and I'll see who, who reads anything about it. No. Um, well, so I'm going to get back to the C. So the, the, the 10K for the 10K is just so exciting. Um, I'm, if Zeb's still here, still here in October, yeah, he yeah. can he can lead the charge. Lead the clitorati. The clitorati walk, swim, cool. hike, whatever you guys have Great. with the polka dot headbands. Eat 10,000 lentils. Oh, oh my Eat 10, gosh, polka lentils. dot. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ah! Polka dot noses. And that's bullseyes a bullseyes on our foot, you know, uh, 10,000 lentils. Oh, that's, oh gosh, that would be great. Um, so what happens when, um, when a woman is stimulated in whatever way sexually, it can be, you know, mentally or physically, or as you talked about, orally down there, the blood flow ha happens and women do have the same tissue down there, like the same Legos again. The shaft of the penis is made up of tissue called corpus cavernosa just like the body that can fill like a cavern mm. with blood. We have the same thing. Our crap corpus cavernosa goes along our pelvic floor from the clitoris back. It wraps like two um, arms of hippie wrapping around a tree. It, 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 two arms of hippie, hippie wrapping around a tree. tree. It does. It, 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 it <laughs> wraps around one. the vaginal space. That's called cura. C -R. Is that like the labia become firmer? No, no, the lobby just stays right there. The this is the, from the clitoris. Okay, inside of the lobby. It, it goes okay. right. It goes. It goes right. It, so it goes around so the lobby. Like it contracts. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh no, no. It's Sorry. blood flow. It's just like blood flow in the blood's coming more. Blood into, flow is so important, to like to our skin, to our this, to everything, everywhere. Prostate. Oh, our ability to experience pleasure is dictated by our blood flow. So and blood flow is wide open when you don't. You're not full of like grease, meat, cheese, and eggs clogging all the little microscopic little capillaries. So. um... So the blood flow is happening, and the more she like the back to the point of the warm, the preheating the oven, yeah. gets the blood flow going in her cura and her corpus cavernosa back wrapping around the vaginal space, and then what happens is that blood flow, had you know there's plasma and blood, and one woman's lubrication is made from plasma and female chemicals, so her lubrication, her sign for readiness, comes from the. Blood flow from the stimulation, the way that a man sign, a male sign for readiness is an erection, which comes from stimulation and blood flow mm. that engorges. Comes the and the microwave flow. turns on in seconds. Yeah, and the microwave, <laughs> beep, yeah, it's ready to go. So, so being a plant-based diet, I want to make sure I have all the things that I wanted to say there. Yes. Um, so it, like, plant-based diet is a little, it's a little daily Viagra, which I hate to even say that word, but it just, it helps keep, you know, our blood flowing clean in all of us and, and without having sort of a, a barrier to getting to where it's trying to get, if it's to dropping off glucose or, you know, engorging this or making you hear or see or giving energy. Yeah. Okay. Raising uh, in an overly sexualized society where pornography is prolific and where often, you know, sex is used as a means of climbing up different pecking orders and sex, meaning it could be male, it could be female, whatever people are identifying. How does one try to raise children that have somewhat an understanding of sex, but also to have a self-worth that sex isn't a means to an end, that it's a means of intimacy and it's a means of connection. And that's a really big question, but I'm no, just curious. I, that's a really big question. And that's such a huge one. And I think that I don't know your ho household, your homes, but my sense of who you are and having brothers that are just like you guys, like you can't hide anything. Like you go home and you're the same, you're the same way. Mm. So seeing being seeing her kids seeing you and your partner at home your spouse at home is beautiful modeling of of what's normal like you give a kiss you give a hug you're intimate this is like they're not intimacy but just like a, a they understand that you have your own space your own room and what happens there and that you love each other and you can fight and you can love and you can reconnect, be, reconnect. and there's all there's a sexual energy under that and that, I don't, i'm not saying to be sexual in the household like like i'm not that way at all with my husband in front of our kids but our kids have a sense that like we're connected and we're together and that's so much richer than the the quick flare of 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 passion and so I know from a very young age I've talked to my, our kids and, and my husband's wonderful about talking to them also just in conversation or if, if you're watching a movie just say like oh look at that bad choice like they're gonna feel so bad in the next scene and sure enough you know bad scene and just <laughs> it, watch movies with them watch series with them or i don't know if you guys watch tv or, or, or yeah, if they if they're listening to music make comments about it even though like it's like you know whatever it is i'm like oh my god did they really just say that they're going to do that mommy don't listen to the words it's the beat and i'm like but those words like just 
keep keep the prattle on. the prattle like the sex ed talk that I was saying you know that you parents yeah. had with you like it's it's a lifelong prattle tied into how do you respond to a story at the dinner table how do you respond to this music how do you respond because there's the sexual message is in the music it's in the movie it's in the how people dress walking, how people dress everywhere and we were commenting on that walking through town yesterday like wow all these young women oh, really want to show everything off. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and all and fake tan to the Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're all painted orange. A lot of so the message, the message that that's and is been normalized in Greystones or, or I mean, I don't think it has. I mean, I don't know if it has. Kind of Irish culture. It's just too bad. So um, I'm sure your partners are not that way. And, yeah, no. And my, my wife's from Belgium, and she kind of talks about. Oh, it's, she just can't. She finds it sad and funny. She kind of finds it because in Belgium, it's a very different dressing culture for teenagers. So I, I would just say to keep talking about it and keep having your opinion about it and your kids kids they come around I mean, I mean kids are just in their early 20s so i don't i'm not gonna be like some hot shot here but it's beautiful how they've come around and ha and having the discussion with pornography from with them since they were how old were you i mean you were young so my daughter's here i'm asking her i mean she can't remember do you ever remember us when we started talking about sex in our household Oh yeah, I have to bring condoms to my classes, so I would put them over the ketchup bottles or the cucumbers to see, like, if you can see through or can you read see the ingredients. It right. they ha has it, how they unroll. Just practice with them, and like, so it was so normalized that discussion about and being it was a no sexual big being. Deal. It was nothing weird. The but the one rule we had in our household, you know what it was? Our kids would say like, like, when should we have sexual intercourse? Because I like to talk about sexual intercourse separate from sex, yeah. because sex did used to mean gender now it doesn't and sex sexual contact sexual intimacy sexual abuse sexual behavior sexual feelings there's so much around so i hate the word sex mm. but sexual intercourse they would say like when when are we supposed to have sexual intercourse you know it's a beautiful little kid mm. question because there's no right answer i'm like oh you guys will know you guys will know but there's one rule you have to be able to know how to have your own pleasure before you can share that with someone that's Ooh. the family rule. And my son was like, oh, yeah, it's great. Got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> check. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but that, I think that's a really that's a really powerful thing to say. Like, if you're going to share your body with somebody in a sexual, you know, that much of an intimate way with uh, sexual intercourse, like, understand and know how you can have pleasure so you can teach this person. You've got to be able to communicate, you know, mm, to, yeah, to connect. Good. And that that there's also an aspect of being comfortable in your body and understanding and it in you yourself that you can talk about it, which is which takes great self discovery and self awareness. Because yeah. now being forty three, I'd feel very comfortable. Like I, I, I you know, but when I, when it, the thought of me being twenty three and being and that being comfortable, go, no, no, don't touch it that way, please. That way, you know, I like, like, it, like, like it's the, like yeah. here's my here's what I like on paper. Here it is. <laughs> if you could, <laughs> whereas I remember talking to Dan Savage, and Dan Savage said <gasps> one of the benefits of a homosexual relationship, at least two men, it was like. It's only as soon as you get yeah. with someone, the conversation starts. Whereas in a typical heterosexual relationship, you don't have a conversation. Like, what do you like? Yeah. Whereas with two guys, it's like, you have to go, what way do you like it? Before yeah. anything even happens. Whereas with the male, female, it's just assumed. Yeah. And I thought that was like, wow. P&D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. I, lo <laughs> I love Dan Savage stuff. Oh, um, remarkable. Yeah, remarkable. Yeah. Um, okay, where do we want to go now? Uh, well, we go to the farm shortly. So I think let's land this plane. Let's start wrapping this up. Okay, plant-based. Anyone listening who's really interested in eating more plant-based and they're afraid, they're intimidated, they know what's right. Top tips. Because society doesn't necessarily encourage it. The environment doesn't make it easy. What would you say? Like what, the environment what do you in say the States to, is 65%, um, you know, ultra-processed ultra -processed food. foods. In Ireland, 60% processed foods. Like it is prolific. We live in an obesogenic environment. How does one protect themselves and insulate themselves so they can eat more whole plant foods? I love how you guys say, just eat more veg. It's yeah. just so, it is the answer. It yeah. is the answer. And I know as a woman, it is from head to toe, you'll feel better about yourself and it'll just, it, it yeah, eat more veg. So just get started. Just go. Don't, don't. No Don't need to wait. It. Start one meal at a time. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink Get it. Get support is a really good one. Like social support as in, you know, I find I'm a better human when I have social accountability. And I think the more you can get support, like as in Anne had Essie, 
Or Essiehadan. And by having each other, it meant yeah. they could yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. But on their own, it could, unless you're a badass like Anne Esselstyn, you might necessarily be able to, you know, mm-hmm. strive along on your own when it's difficult. No, it is. And I think in the States, I, it's we're just not always have you guys have a great community here like just mm. walking through town like it's it's amazing uh, or biking through town it's amazing um and i think it's in the states it's a little bit harder sometimes to find community people always ask us well how can you find community and they you know they create these plant-based potlucks and stuff but um just it, it it sustains you so well so just let it sustain you and stick with it no matter i mean no matter how alone you can feel sometimes with it but mm. and a community community will form around it because there are so many people out there discovering it so eat more veg and you'll find more veggie heads and i think it happens over time because like you know you could say oh you got a great community it's only because it's been 20 years of doing it and people you know people come together as you yeah, say you guys like, are probably a freak show when you first landed over there and it oh, certainly wasn't any community so. but over time it's just little by little before you know it and then you look around well i think you articulated when we started the happy pair first one of if i look really inside myself and i'm really honest one of the main reasons why we started was we wanted to create a lifestyle that would support us where the healthy choice was the easy choice. So we wanted oh. where where it was easy for us to eat plant-based food, where it was easiest to attract others that were into this. That was like, ultimately, that was one of the reasons. That Yeah, that's, um, we have. And I can only articulate that retrospectively. Well, no, but that's brilliant because that's that's choice architecture, like yeah, making yeah. The, the right choice the easiest choice. Yeah. So well done. Choice architecture. That was just nice. luck. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's not my term. It's Damn my, Brian, my husband has a right. talk about that. Okay, nice, nice word. Good one. Well, this has been wonderful, Jean. It's been so great. Really yeah, have. you're brilliant. So you're 10, really 10, 10, 10, 10 is a great event. That's to celebrate yes. that there's 10,000 nerves in I'm the I'm going to get in touch with you guys. Like, yeah, hey, you guys have it. Yeah, you having, t- you having your 10K for the 10K? We could do some Instagram lives leading up to just to talk about 10K, it. Because yeah. I, so, I think it's so important. And your book. Please tell everyone about your book because I think it's wonderful. And it's a great it's helping your hand for anyone who wants to eat more plant-based. Yes. And she is a plant-based badass. She's a pistol. 40 years. Yeah, total pistol. Pistol, wow. Yeah, um, it is be a plant-based woman warrior, live fierce, stay bold, eat delicious. I know this is not going to go out today, but um, we're talking in Dublin tonight about it yeah, at, at yeah. Hodge. Hodges Figgis. Yeah, nice. you're t- Jane's doing an international talk tonight. Hodges Figgis, bookstore Dublin. Um, you'll have missed it by the time you listen to this, yeah. but I'm sure it was world class. Uh, but her books, you follow her on social media and 10K, 10K. So that's on the 10th of October. Um, to celebrate 10,000 nerve endings in the Educate and celebrate. Because yeah, we need a little more education. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. to educate and celebrate. Yeah. Large. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Well, you're wonderful, Jane. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Really, yeah. You're you guys. Very, very remarkable. Thank you. Yeah. Woo. And we look forward to, if you want anyone to come see Jane's son, he's going to be working in the cafe or in the happy pair this summer. Yes, great. you can't miss him. Yeah. He's six... Seven. Six, 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 seven. foot seven. Well, he's six, wow. he's six, six and eight tenths or something. It's yeah. ridiculous. Or three, he's fours. the last person you'd ask, where'd you get your protein from? Exactly. Exactly. Because he ain't skinny either. Like if no, he's, 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 he's a hunk. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Right. right. Anyway, hey. thank you, Jane. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Bye, bye, bye. Mm-hmm.